the recruiting services star ratings are more insignificant right now than ever before. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you very much for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You can find us on YouTube, on all of your podcasting platforms, and make sure you follow me personally at All Day State. So we are on this recruiting trail. And if you've noticed recently, we have no problem going after some heavy hitters. Sometimes we're swinging for the fences. Sometimes it's an NIL-related issue that we just can't quite get to. Even though NIL for us is not a big constraint by any stretch of the imagination, it's not what some people have. So we've known as Oklahoma State fans, and a large contingent of the Big 12 fan base in general, outside of OU in Texas, a lot of us, have been searching for the diamonds in the rough. And a lot of us have found them, right? K-State obviously found one in Will Howard. Hunter Decker's at Iowa State's not a diamond in the rough. He was very, very highly rated. So we'll see how, how that goes. But you, as an Oklahoma State fan, can look back and historically see Brandon Wheaton was not recruited to play football basically whatsoever. Worked out good for him. Justin Blackman, uh, barely a two-star. Worked out well for him. We've got somebody that we're on right now that reminds me a lot of Malcolm Rodriguez, so I cannot wait to dive into some of the recruits that we have coming down the pipeline. But as we get back to our regularly scheduled program, clearly this is a a very heavily Big 12-oriented show, right? Die hard, Oklahoma State, we bleed orange. But we love the Big 12. The strength and security of the Big 12 at the moment is awesome to talk about. But so is recruiting, right? And recruiting news right now is kind of I don't know. It's kind of bland all the way across the board, right? Do not seeing a lot of crazy stories when it comes to recruiting right now all across the country. But as it pertains to us, we've covered some of these. But when I say we're, we're kind of swinging for the fences on somebody like a Trey Griffiths, I think that's the case. Now, most people have him pegged as not even really considering Oklahoma State University. But if Casey Dunn has a more simplified approach to the season offensively, which allows him to do what he's really, really, really good at, which is coach wide receivers, train up wide receivers, get wide receivers into the NFL, we have an argument here with Trey Griffiths. The wait-and-see approach, I think some of these guys, it makes sense on. He might be one of them. Do we have an incessant need at the moment for wide receivers? No, not necessarily. But you always got to have guys in the pipeline ready to rock and roll. You've always got to have a tail and cetera, right? You don't always want to rely on the transfer portal, even though this year we got super lucky in the transfer portal and every single dude that we brought in is going to contribute. Now, if you want to say that's well, because Oklahoma State wasn't great this year, last year, that's fine. Okay. This is why some things like FanDuel are very important because we're going to make some money this season, y'all. And if we can get in with Trey Griffiths, I really, I like our opportunities here. And at 6'3", 205 pounds, 
he is exactly what we're looking for in that traditional Z style of receiver. He runs a sub 23, 200. He runs a sub 53, 400. He's really, really good at the, the long jump, triple jump type of stuff. I think he placed fourth in the triple jump in the state of Texas this previous year. So athletically, he does what we need him to do. Now, you are seeing, again, some publications say that we might be trying to bite off more than we can chew, but I don't agree with that, simply because you're talking about the wide receiver position at Oklahoma State University has traditionally been a strength. It's not going to change anytime soon. Yes, this year's offense is going to be considerably different. It's going to be more oriented around the run game. But in order to have a successful run game, you have to have guys that the defense respects that can take the top off or at least make them pay. And I do think that this year we're going to see more of a traditional slot receiver role out of our Oklahoma State guys, more on the, the, the age of the Bo Bowlings or, or the Josh Coopers or the David Glidden's of the world instead of last season where you saw a lot of our, our slot receivers running 16, 17, 8-yard scissor routes. Right, The concepts that we're running from our slot receivers last year were not advantageous to giving Spencer Sanders more time and ability to find them. So, yeah, we need a couple wide receivers in the pipeline. We absolutely do. But some of the shift recently as far as offers we've been sending out is defensively oriented. And so I want to hit on a couple of those guys. Since you got Brian Nardo out here doing his daggone thing and, and Coach Joe Bob Clements obviously has been able to build a lot of relationships in the, the region, whether it be Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma, New Mexico. We have some connections now to expand our recruiting footprint. And one of the guys that I really, really like is Gunnar Wilson, six foot two, 210 pound. We're going after him as a linebacker. But the word athlete permeates when you look at this kid's film. He's played cornerback, Free safety, strong safety, linebacker, defensive end, wide receiver, tailback. He's even gone under center and done some quarterback. He is literally the Swiss Army knife for Melissa, Texas. And it really is an intriguing idea to have somebody that athletic, right? It's like a pseudo linebacker slash hybrid safety. Could... Kendall Daniels slide up and play linebacker? Yeah, probably. But we don't need him to because we have Colin Oliver. We have Xavier Benson. We have Justin Wright. We have Nick Martin. I mean, heck, we even have uh, Jeff Robertson. We're going to be fine at this position. But the fact that we're loading up heavy on some of these, these linebacker offers is awesome. And what's even better, which gets us back to the original topic of stars matter less now than ever before. Gunnar Wilson, we are his first official big boy power five offer. And if you look at the film, I don't give a who. We're sitting pretty good right now in the recruiting eyes. I think 247, last I looked at us at like 27th in the country in recruiting. So we're right around where we need to be. That is Oklahoma State should always have a top 25 recruiting class. Are we a top 15 recruiting class annually? Probably not. No, I'm not saying that at all. But we've had the most consist consistent success outside of OU in the conference. So we should start reaping some of those benefits. But with this transfer portal market, I've talked about it before, you used to give out 25, 22, 27, some odd high school scholarships. And then, obviously, you'd have a couple walk-ons that you could designate some spots if they had earned them. But that's not the case anymore. 
you're seeing all of these schools take roughly 15 high school kids, 10, 15, 16 transfer dudes. And that's just the way it's going to be. So the recruiting services now have to devote as much time in evaluating current players' college film as they do high school players' film. So you're going to see people that continually get brushed through the cracks, per se. So the Justin Blackmans of the world, we're about to see a lot more of in Stiller, Oklahoma. But it's not just going to be Stiller. It's going to be all over the place. Like Oklahoma State, Tywan Ray. He is somebody that most likely – by film alone, should be a high three-star, low four-star type of dude. But because of the numbers game, he's not. And we get to reap the benefits. Gunnar Wilson is another one of these. He can literally play almost anything on the defensive side of the ball, except for obviously defensive line. But he's going to play linebacker, but he's obviously got the, the ability to slide over and play safety. The versatility that this dude offers is amazing. And he's not afraid to sticking his nose in there whatsoever. I think this is a perfect guy to go after. I love the fact that he has zero stars because it's like, you know, if, if you've had the opportunity to coach out there, every now and again, you do get a couple kids that you can tell instantaneously are just different. And he is a byproduct of that. He is so good that they make him play literally almost every position on the field because they need him to do so. So his film is a little bit all over the place. So if you're looking at it as a recruiting analyst and you're looking at it from the linebacker position, he's not going to be rated. And that's fine because he is precisely what we look for. He is exactly what we got out of somebody like a Malcolm Rodriguez coming out of high school. Malcolm Rodriguez, state champion wrestler, 175 pounds, played quarterback, played a lot of free safety, played some corner, moved all over the place, came to Oklahoma State. Mentally, he already knew precisely what to do. And the fact that he played multitudes of positions at a successful rate, won multiple state titles in multiple different sports, tells you that he was probably going to be good. Did anybody think he was going to end up being what he was? Absolutely not. And I really, really, really think that uh, somebody like Gunnar Wilson fits that exact mold. Uh, another person that has recently switched from the offensive side of the ball, playing wide receiver, to defense. Last year was his first year ever playing on the defensive side of the ball. Another linebacker that we're going for. Another 6'2", 220-pound guy. I mean, you look at his film, what jumps off the page is tenacity. You can tell that defense is slightly foreign to him. He doesn't exactly know what to do, when to do, how to do it. He's relying on athleticism and raw ability to just get after it. That's the thing that strikes me most on his film. He is always flying around. He is always showing up near or around the ball. Even if he's out of position, he finds a way to make plays. This kid is a blank canvas that I think somebody like Oklahoma State would be able to e explore all of his abilities and be able to hone it all in. So I really hope that he's a candidate to come here. Hope he does come here. We've got a few more to talk about, but real quick, guys, I got to talk about one of the most bees knees sponsors ever. You know somebody is good when they bet on themselves. When they say, we know our product's so good, we're going to send it to you. We're not going to send you a script. We're not going to tell you what to say, how to say, who to say it to. We're just going to send you the product. And if you think it's that good, why don't you let the people know? And goodness me, ladies and gentlemen, I like FanDuel. I like making money, especially this year. Oklahoma State has the opportunity to make a, a, lot, of my, a lot of money. I also love Bilt Bar. You know my affinity for Bilt Bar. But goodness me, ladies and gentlemen, bird dogs sent me the most bad-A shorts I've ever had in my life. And I'm a shorts guy. 
right? Living in Colorado, I don't care if it's snowing outside. Shorts, hoodie, that's my cup of tea. So I invest a lot into shorts. I like the, the, the golf style of shorts because of the flexibility, breathability, all that fun jazz, and they just fit right. Well, Bird Dogs is better than anything I've ever found, whether it be the best brands you can find at Dick's, Shields. It doesn't matter. These things are hands down the best shorts I have ever worn in my life, and they're designed to do anything. You can lift in them, run in them, jog in them, sleep in them, work in them, walk in them, go swimming in them. They got boxers built in, and the, the color schemes are absolutely phenomenal. They got this crazy tumbler. And, yeah, yeah, I'm pr- promoting a tumbler because it's legitimate. I had this thing full of orange juice yesterday, and I was doing this to some of my buddies. It don't leak. This thing is, is bad to the bone. And right now, if you go to Bird Dogs, get yourself an order, use promo code Locked On. it's all one word, and you get a free tumbler, a Yeti-style tumbler, uh, with your purchase. It's very awesome that you have somebody willing to back themselves like that and then send you products and they actually be better than what you had anticipated. And, you know, I have a prosthetic leg. I'm in my wheelchair quite a bit. So comfort to me is at an all-time high. I have to be comfortable 24-7 and it's just a little bit different. I'm not walking all over the place. Between the wheelchair and the leg and hopping around like Tigger, Tigger the Tiger on Mountain Dew, these shorts are legitimately the most comfortable thing I've ever put on. It is what it is. They are that good. So get yourself hooked up with bird dogs. It's very impressive. I'm very, 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 very impressed. And I'm actually going to order way more because the quality I received is phenomenal. Get yourself hooked up. If you haven't heard of bird dogs, you've heard of them now. And uh, you're, you're missing out if you don't at least give it a go. So go order yourself something off Bird Dogs. I recommend the shorts. They're absolutely fantastic with the built-in boxers. They're the most breathable, comfortable, elastic. Man, I, I just I can't say enough. Get yourself hooked up, Bird Dog. Get yourself this bad mamma jamma tumbler today. All right. So we talked a little bit about Malcolm Rodriguez and kind of who he was coming in, right? And I definitely think Gunnar Wilson fits in that mold. Another guy that I'm really intrigued by is Jonathan Agumadu. And I just researched how to say that word, so I hope I, I hope I did, in fact, say it right. Agumadu. Jonathan Agumadu is who we were talking about briefly. Again, transition from wide receiver to defense. The raw tenacity is off the charts. And again, unheralded guy, but he does have offers from people like uh, Mizzou, North Texas, UNLV. But he fits exactly what we're looking for. Tamaric Johnson, 2024 linebacker, six foot four, 208 pounds, at a Middleothian Heritage High School in Texas. Obviously, we're down south. We're in Texas, which is awesome because this last recruiting cycle, we only signed 13 guys from Texas. For a long time, people thought that Oklahoma State had to recruit the state of Texas heavily, and that was really their stomping grounds. And it was for a long time. We have grown so much in recruiting. I think we're going to be able to see that this season. But like I said, the wait-and-see approach. Some of these dudes are going to want to see what we do this season. Brian Nardo is amazing. We already talked. Brian Nardo is going to get in more living rooms than almost anybody we have on staff in a long, long time, especially on that side of the ball. I promise you right now, 
He can get in as many living rooms, if not more, than Mike Gundy can. Brian Nardo is going to be that guy. Hopefully, he proves it this season. Because Tamaric Johnson is somebody who fits exactly in this Colin Oliver role. And, you know, he's got offers from Nebraska, KU, Houston, Cal, Oregon State, amongst others. Uh, but he's playing defensive end. Now, is he definitely not a true nine technique? I don't see that. But he makes it work. And some of the things that he does, like leverage, right? Whenever you break through as a defensive end, uh, when you're going against an offensive tackle, one of the things you're trying to do is get skinny. But you don't want to get skinny too far upfield that you lose containment. You also don't want to get skinny too far uh, up on the line because then you'll just get smashed in the smorgasbord of craziness. So to have the ability to set up on the outside shoulder of a tackle, knowing that you're going to get chipped by not only a tight end, but a running back as well, to be able to navigate those guys, to beat the offensive tackle to his outside shoulder, right? And then cause the running back to run into the offensive tackle and then bend back in, getting super skinny while maintaining the perfect amount of leverage to not get sandwiched by the, the offensive line and not let the quarterback get out of contain and then make the tackle. This is exactly what we need. These guys have no stars. And it's amazing. Just go watch the film. Tamir Johnson is also a very good basketball player. And, and again, the athleticism, it jumps off the chart, but you also see he's playing out of position. You also see that the technique side of things is kind of foreign, right? His ability to get skinny and not lose contain, to get, inside of an offensive tackle and then still be able to loop around his back to contain the quarterback is, is amazing. His goal line situations, his red zone scenarios where he drops back and he takes the flats, whether it be a tight end, running back, whatever, or a crossing coming across the field, he sees it coming. He's got a lot of natural instincts. So yet again, this is somebody else that will be rated at some point in time, but right now he's not, and we love it. These guys are primed candidates for body by glass in Oklahoma State. I am more excited about these unheralded guys that I know we can 100% get than some of the people that maybe want to be in this NIL bidding war type of thing. Tamara Johnson, to me, fits precisely what we need out of Colin Oliver this season. He's only going to get bigger. He's going to grow into his, his frame. It's a good fit. Brett Carroll, 2024 offensive lineman, also a, a good fit. Now, he is a very hot commodity, right? Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Illinois, Iowa State, K-State, state champion wrestler, uh, Olesa East High School in Kansas, and we've had some success in that region recently in recruiting Oklahoma State fans love their wrestling champions. Mike Gundy loves his wrestling champions. They do provide something different. And at six foot five, 285 pounds, he played both sides of the ball this previous season. Versatility is not an issue. Conditioning, not an issue. Toughness, all of that. This is a Brock Martin style of dude. And we want him to bring that level of nasty with him to play on the offensive line at Oklahoma State. This would be a massive get for us. He is not a diamond in the rough, per se. He is a hot commodity that people want. 
unlike some of these diamond in the roughs we've been talking about, somebody we ha- we've already done an episode on is Malik Escara, three-star safety, Shoemaker High, Colleen, Texas. I'll absolutely love it. Six foot three, 190 pounds, hurdler, runs a 14-5 in the 110-meter hurdles, ranked as the number 62 overall safety in the class, according to 24-7. And we're competing against Nebraska, Texas Tech, and Vandy. Why Vandy's in there? Who flipping freaking knows? I don't know. Doesn't matter. That's this is a, a guy we should get. This is a guy that we can get. Obviously, I'm very high on the running back that we that we we've got out there. I'm also very high on Rodney Fields, running back that's already committed. Somebody that I think we might be beating off, biting off a little bit more than we can chew right now is the quintessential let's wait and see guy in Keandre Johnson. 2025 prospect tied in, 6'4", 220 pounds at the moment. He already has offers from Texas, from Florida State, Texas, Tech. He's going to be hard to get, but this is the first time we've used a true tight end since Blake Jarwin, and even then we didn't use him exactly like a tight end. So trust and believe that some of these guys like Keandre Johnson are going to be watching what we do with the tight end position this year. And with how good Braden Cassidy looks at fullback, it allows Josiah Johnson and Ian Edenfield to progress naturally. And you are seeing them both do so. Ian, Ian Edenfield, right, his defensive film was awesome. His offensive film was slightly perplexing. He's going to be a little bit of a transitionary process. But Josiah Johnson, I expect to contribute immediately. Josiah Johnson should catch some tutties this year. Josiah Johnson should be an integral part of what we're doing. And if that happens, it will open the door to getting guys like Keandre Johnson. So that's my two cents at the moment on what we have going in the recruiting market. And I absolutely love it. Do not get worried about the stars, y'all. It is different now. These recruiting analysts do not have the same amount of time and ability to pinpoint all of these athletes and to explore what they can do on film and get it out to the masses. So you're going to see a lot more dudes get under-recruited. And that's great for places like us. The Big 12 is in a phenomenal position right now. And I would argue schools like Oklahoma State, Baylor, Kansas State, Iowa State, Houston. We are going to reap the benefits of the mismanagement of high school recruits from here on out. We've got a little bit of of image stuff we've got to clean up, but it's happening. You're seeing the results. And when we see more of these guys start to commit, it's all good. So that's what we got for the football side of things today. I'm excited. Again, don't get wrapped up in the stars with these guys. Go look at the film. Who gives 13 hoots about the stars? We need more stars. We need better recruiting numbers. It is relevant. It is beneficial. But there are times that there's guys that are getting under-evaluated that we can hit gold on. We've done it time and time and time again. This is not new to us as Oklahoma State fans. The difference now is there's going to be way more of these diamonds in the roughs that we can get our hands on. It's all about capitalization. The record sets up good this year. The running game sets us up good this year. The depth at offensive line sets up good this year. We haven't talked enough about the, the talent we have on defense. 
you're hearing a lot of good stuff about Gundy. You're hearing a lot of good stuff about the staff. You're hearing a lot of good stuff about Brian Nardo. High school coaches are more receptive this season than they were last season. There's a lot of factors why. But as long as we capitalize, that's, that's, all, that's all we're here for. We have got to take our rightful spot at the top of the new Big 12. In a multitude of sports, softball right now, getting the number six seed, hosting a regional, shot at hosting a super regional, should do both. If we win them both and we punch another ticket to Omaha, as we should, it's even more relevancy to the conversation of the softball stadium getting built first in this new crazy athletic village we're doing. We've had a, a few extra days. Maybe Kelly Maxwell has got that injury squared away. Baseball, we're not, I wouldn't say we're hot, but we are clicking decently at the moment. We need some help, but we could still win the regular season Big 12 title. If you get hot at the right time, oh, you proved last year, you don't have to be great in the regular season. You can be average, which we, we, we haven't been. We've been above average for sure, but you can be average. That's what OU was all year last year. Average, at best. And then they got hot around this time. And then they scorched earth fire, went all the way to the Big 12 title game, and then did the same thing, went on the road, won a, re won a regional, went on the road, won a super regional, punched a ticket to Omaha. So the, the, the mediocrity baseball team from last season that was stuck in the mud all year found a way to get hot at the right time. That's still a possibility. We gotta sweep OU. We have got to sweep this daggone bedlam. Yeah, winning the series is great, but winning the series doesn't do us any good in winning the Big 12 title unless Baylor gets swept. Army West Virginia, sorry, which I don't see happening. They're a very good offensive ball club with some surprising pitching. Hats off to West Virginia this year. You deserve to win the regular season Big 12, Big 12 title, but I mean, you you could help brother out. Alrighty, y'all. That's all we got for this one. Um, I do want to give a shout out to all of the regulars out there. I appreciate you guys. The numbers are are pretty pretty good. Um, I'm very excited about this coming season. And guys, stay keep hooked up in the comments. Ot, Robert Pierce, Wet Blanket. Y'all y'all have made this thing a fun ride for a long time. Uh, I got, we got to number 750 subscriber. I'm going to reach out to them about a couple of the options I have for them that I can mail out. Now we're on the road to a thousand. Can we hit a thousand subscribers by the time the season starts? I think it's very, very possible with your help. I appreciate you all. As always, God bless. Go Pokes. Until next time, I'll catch y'all around the corner. Thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oakland State. Go check out Bird Dogs. It's to be his knees.